Hi, good afternoon. This is Charlotte Pierce, the producer of Ready Row USA. You are here on our live stream. If you're listening live, we'd love to have you jump in and give some comments on the, uh, the discussion sections of wherever you're watching. And uh, you may hear my little tiny dog by me um, vocalizing, but uh, I'm dog sitting today. But anyway, I'm here with uh, some special guests of to celebrate Disability Pride Month. Uh, Carrie Kingdon, who's, uh, whose brand, I guess you'd call it, is uh, Team Tsunami. And she rows and coaches out of Bear Island Aquatic Center in the Bay Area. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, cool. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and Patrick Johnson, who who is well known to many of in the rowing community for, is the rowing director at Athletes Without Limits, and uh, has a tireless is a tireless advocate for inclusion and of all kinds in rowing, as is Carrie. And uh, then later on, we are going to be joined, I think, by Maurice Scott, who's uh, whose birthday it is today. He's twenty-eight, so <laughs> we'll give him a virtual cake. <laughs> Anyway, um, let's see, uh, I'll just introduce a little bit of the, the sponsors because they make it possible for us to do this show and they are wonderful. My sponsor or my uh, web designer, uh, Good Inklings, does my Ready Row USA site and she is offering this month a website audit. So if you have a website you want to have her troubleshoot it for speed and content and design. Um, She's giving a free website audit, so it's goodinklings.com. And we would have a, a <laughs> this is the next one is a Resolute and Sykes. They are longtime sponsors since last year. And uh, Sykes is the new owner of Resolute Rowing. A few years, they bought it a few years ago. They're an Australian company, as you can tell from the, maybe from the uh, kangaroo there. Anyway, I have a Sykes single and I love it. It knows, still knows more about rowing than I do, I think. <laughs> anyway, and then Burnham Boat Slings is uh, are also a, been a sponsor for about a year and a half. And we really appreciate them. They're always fun to visit uh, at the regattas. And I'm actually going up there to Lebanon, New Hampshire next week or no, Wednesday with my, with my Sykes and getting a boat cover and we're going to go. Uh, rowing on the Connecticut River up there, where they have their facility. Um, this is the <laughs> this is the dark uh, slide that should be uh, good inklings, my web designer. But uh, I don't know, something happened to it. I'll get it fixed, and we'll have this uh, we'll have this slideshow and some uh, images of Carrie's and Patrick's activities uh, up on the website. So. That's uh, we have a blog post for every web, every uh, episode we do, um, and the 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 info goes up there. So, uh, how are you guys? Pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, I'm doing good here. Um, this is Patrick. I'm at uh, Fort Belvoir Army Hospital. Just ran across the street from the Soldier Recovery Unit where we just finished row fit, and um, and the wonderful um, USO here. 
Yeah. And what town, what city is, are you in? Um, Fort Belvoir is actually a, a army medical fort, uh, base, um, athletes, not when it's our, our, um, military adaptive sports programming partnership, um, for our veteran leaders program is primarily at Walter Reed hospital in Bethesda, Maryland and Fort Belvoir, which is in Virginia. And so, um, Mondays I'm here with the soldiers and on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm at Fort at Walter Reed with the Marines. Cool. Well, thank you for being with us. And uh, Carrie, tell me a little bit about what what's going on with you out there, and what like what's your what's what's a day in the in the team tsunami uh, <laughs> world look like? Total chaos. <laughs> I love it. You see behind me, that's my day. It's <laughs> just chaos. Yeah. Um, it it depends on the day. Some days I row in the morning, and then I work on the team tsunami stuff. Whatever designs have come up. Um, Mm -hmm. Other days I help some friends with work or like Saturdays or when I, when I coach my art class, it, I mean, it, it just, uh, it just depends on the day. Yeah. And you had, um, you had mentioned disability pride month, which I confess that I was unaware that it was actually happening, yes. but thank you for, for alerting me. I do, uh, some para, um, you know, I, I go accompany them at, out at community rowing here in Boston, but um, I, I wasn't aware that there was an official. It's largely unknown. I actually found it uh, during the pandemic. So I've only oh, known about it for a couple of years. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I know rowing is an amazing sport for people who are, you know, recovering or adapting to different uh, physical challenges and, um, I see it all the time in my, you know, in my rowing club. But mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about, you know, how you got uh, into this. You know, the, I, I know you haven't always been had a disability, but this came about in the last few years. So. Um, technically, they're counting it as developing over the last twenty-seven years. Oh, okay. It's just been in the last 10 years that I've been in the wheelchair. Mm -hmm. um, so I finally got diagnosed with functional neurological disorder uh, last year and dysautonomia um, in 2018, where I've had all these problems for over 27 years. Right. And just didn't know what was going on. They, it, they couldn't figure it out. It was, oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of the diagnoses really snowballed, diagnosed me with dysautonomia. Yeah. So... Once we had a path, it was easier. And um, then did did you 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 started out as a runner? Is that right? I was a trail runner at the time when I was told I couldn't run anymore. So um, my running community actually fundraised to get me a racing wheelchair so I could keep running with them. Mm -hmm. And so I raced for a couple years and switched to triathlon, um, and then my health really declined so i ended up uh doing archery and then got diagnosed the first diagnosis and got some energy back so i decided i wanted to compete and um i couldn't find an archery coach uh i met my rowing coach instead and there's a picture of you with the archery yeah yeah that's cool and so i and she was really excited for what i could do and what i could you know grow to do so mm -hmm. i switched to rowing and rowing is actually the longest adaptive sport that I've been doing. It's a, I'm actually coming up on five years. 
cool. And you coach adaptive rowing as too, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. I was recruited by Menlo College to be an assistant coach, and then uh, Biac actually um, mm -hmm. recruited me to be another adaptive coach. Cool. Any questions for for Carrie, Patrick? Well, it's it's funny. I like I I feel like I've known Carrie a long time. <laughs> um, you know, in this small community that we have, the as she was. Talking about the years, I, I was trying to put it all together. I was like, there's no way it's only been five years. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, like for me, you know, I, I know I've, a lot of us all around the country, we we lean on each other for, I think, support just by seeing the other people out there doing things. And I, I know a lot of times, you know, like I'm referred to as an adaptive rowing coach, but um, I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm a disabled veteran. And for me, it was, it was 14 years uh, give or take this week, where at this very hospital, where mm -hmm. I had a surgery that didn't go so well and ended up having my uh, upper lobe of my left lung removed. And um, that's what kind of took brought me over from being uh, the adaptive rowing coach that, it's, that started the adaptive rowing programs at Walter Reed and, and Fort Belvoir to being um, an athlete, for say. Mm -hmm. um, I say more, more of a patient. And so um, I I swear, Carrie was around then. It's funny. I I I remember days looking back and going, "Oh yeah, she, look at her, look at her smile, look at you know the people who who encourage you, the people who who make it fun are mm -hmm. you know they don't necessarily have to be in the same city." And I think definitely yeah. Carrie's Carrie's energy and her like her her love. I just you know mm -hmm. say that her love is something yeah. that resonates in just who she is. And I think at the mm -hmm. end of the day, that's more important than a lot of the other craziness that people get wrapped up into. So I kind of had a, wow, it's only been five years. There's no way, because I swear she's been in my life for like 15 years. <laughs> I know, I, I have never talked to her in person before. I mean, but I felt like I knew her from just these different stories people were telling and from Instagram and things like yeah. that. So, yeah, it's really great. Mm -hmm. So um, wh what do you think like, uh, you know, I, I'm on the board of this high school crew here locally in the Boston area. And, you know, we're just like kind of flat out trying to finance stuff. <laughs> I mean, how can how can clubs like ours do a better job of, you know, being inclusive and, and uh, attracting uh, athletes that like yourselves who are, you know, just so inspiring, you know, but still and still kind of you know be able to carry on with the with the you know the rowing <laughs> yeah do you have any suggestions for us um our greatest success is uh, the adaptive class is actually called everybody rows mm -hmm. and so it's it's the adaptive class but we also have able-bodied rowers in there that so they help move the boats because we can't do it and um and they help us in and out of the boats and then we have some we have a couple guys that are, are visually impaired so they also there's a couple volunteers that go out mm -hmm. with them as their rabbit so it's it's inclusive and it kind of shows so when we come in we all have a job so the able-bodied rowers are moving the boats and and flipping them for me um, i wash the boats mm -hmm. uh, the two guys that are visually impaired they pick up the oars and bring them up one of them sees well enough that he can also wash them and if they can, they put them away. So 
they uh, able-bodied rowers get to see what we can do. Yeah. And so they end up telling other people, and you know, word gets around. Word gets around, yeah. And then uh, the other thing was sending me out to recruit mm -hmm. because people in wheelchairs are going to listen more to someone in a wheelchair saying, you can do this. You know, you have an able-bodied coach come up to you and say, no, this is possible. And you're like, eh, I'm going to go this way. <laughs> but um, then my coach sent me to, uh, I actually got recruited at a um, abilities expo. And uh, my coach sent me the next year after I started rowing and I ended up recruiting quite a few people. So it was a, uh, she yelled at me for having so much work for her to do to onboard everyone. But, <laughs> yeah. But it was just, you know, seeing someone in a wheelchair that's saying this is possible, it just, it makes it seem a little bit more possible. Yeah, that's, that's right. Well, I, there's a, a guy at our rowing club with named Andy and he's actually does, um, he does hockey too. He has one leg and he has an artificial leg, you know, and what's the term when you have one leg? Prosthetic. Prosthetic leg. He's yeah. an amputee. Yeah, amputee. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, but he like helps me carry my boat. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just an old lady down there, and he's just helping me carry my boat. Well, I, you know, I can tag on to what Carrie's saying, um, and it, um, it's exactly that. A, the inclusion is the key word. Like for us, mm -hmm. our program is built on inclusion. Um, some people are like, oh, we don't like inclusion rowing. They get all in their feels about whatever a term is. Mm -hmm. But for us, the example of what makes Athletes Without Limits successful is about inclusion. Um, we have 14 uh, intellectually impaired athletes on our team. We have 35 military um, or active, active duty or veteran leaders. And we have uh, 24 youth. Um, and that is from our, our youth program of, of black and brown kids being quite blunt and real about it. And, mm -hmm. and the key is, um, you know, is it is about like our practices aren't separate they do overlap for a reason because like mm -hmm. the picture there that's matthew and callum two of our id athletes at worlds mm -hmm. um, kicking kicking butt um uh matthew who won the head of the charles last year but unfortunately will not be able to go defend um but the 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 reality is it's like it's not the separate programming that is magic. It's when you're, it's yeah. bringing people in like, hey, I'm a black coach. So obviously our youth program, I have six African-American coaches. So we don't pretend like that isn't important. It is. Yeah. Um, uh, we have, you know, uh, veteran, veteran leaders who are active duty are veterans who have come through the program, like Rob Jones and, you know, him, mm -hmm. and Paul Hurley, Dan R., those folks, and they are there mentoring because that's who needs to go to the hospital to talk to this Marine who just lost his legs and mm -hmm. say, hey, here's something you can do. Um, you know, uh, I'm a, a gay rower and coach, you know, honestly, it's like we have so many so many kids and adults in all of our programs who have come out are discuss things in understanding their family because they go, okay, this isn't taboo here. So mm -hmm. I think the diversity and inclusion of, of saying when we keep things separate, to me, mm -hmm. programs practicing separately, you're cutting off the opportunity for people to get to know and to learn about themselves, to learn about maybe something that somebody they don't know about. So our, our, you know, our, our motto is, is one team, no limits. And that's because we don't practice separately. Our master's roars don't practice separately from our, from our youth, our high school mm -hmm. kids. They're like, you know, who carries an oar down, you know, like 
Uh, somebody just because somebody's an amputee doesn't mean that they can't carry a vote. And you know, to him, he's like, you know, why would that be funny to him? It wouldn't be. It's like, no, yeah. you, he he has his abilities, so don't. So uh, we we find out what somebody's skill is, and and a good example is one of I know one of one of my autistic kids. He can't carry a vote down because when he gets distracted by something, he'll drop whatever he's doing, like to go pick <laughs> a rock off. So yeah. so as opposed to going, oh, you just wait. He carries pontoons down. He has an assignment that's so important. And we stress that we have people who are, your job is you're part of the OR team. One of our nonverbal athletes, he's nonverbal, but he's a team captain. He leads stretches because he can do that without saying. So we're empowering each mm -hmm. individual to use what they can do, to do what they can do to contribute. Some of our veterans in active duty who may not be able to ambulate down the route, it's like, you know what, that person's gonna, gonna lead this part or they're gonna they're gonna be sure that that people get oars in properly so finding those things and things that may not seem important can be very important to someone as opposed to we don't our, we don't sit on the side and wait and have volunteers set up everything our volunteers are a part of it they're either on the water or rowing or they're mm -hmm. are they, it's not it's not our our thing so i think everybody coming together is super important and you find mm -hmm. out that people do, like Carrie said, people need to see themselves there. You know, people need to see a female rower there. They need to see somebody, a wheelchair user there. They need to see a black coach. They need to see a gay mm -hmm. man. They need to see a youth who has, uh, you know, Asperger's. So when we do that and stop putting up those, being afraid of saying these terms, then we find out that there's a lot more. Lot yeah. More yeah. I mean, do you think that there are clubs, do you think that the clubs are getting better at, um, doing this, for lack of a better word, inclusion thing? <laughs> some are, some are trying. <laughs> What's that, Gary? I think more are trying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that there's an easy answer because like you yeah. guys, anybody who knows me knows that I'm blunt and real is like more trying, but just because some people try yeah. and just so they can say that they tried. And, and oh, we tried that. It didn't work for us. Well, you know what? Sometimes it's not easy. And sometimes maybe some people really don't. Maybe it's not the right space for them to say, hey, wow, this is really a lot for us to say, you know, to say a high school team who has has a you know autistic kid. We have five here. It's not that easy. And it, yeah. it, it's not right for for everybody. But are you are you really, really trying? Or are you saying, hey, we tried or, you know, we see that all the time with inclusion with kids from inner city. Well, we yeah. tried, but they and they didn't come. Well, you know what? You've got to try different ways. So. Right. So uh, are you open to people co contacting you to for advice on on being being better at inclusion and and. People do that all the time. I've had yes. five. Yes. I can't imagine yeah. you have a whole lot of time on your hands. But. Well, no, but but what the, the deal is that like uh, our last two regattas, we had guests from out of town who were visiting. And that's and this is the stuff where I'm going, this is what we need to do more. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like I need to go there and hang out with Carrie and what she's doing. Not, you know, I don't like going to conventions and stuff. I like yeah. going and actually walking in somebody's life and, you know, being there and, right. and you know, seeing like, seeing what she does i want to find out that joy that she has and what like 
I, there's, there's, there's that stuff that, that inspires me because I'm kind of a dark person and you guys don't know me. So like, I, like, you know, <laughs> I am, um, but you know, I blame it on the military, yeah. but um, I think, I think us not making it a separate thing, you know, for us, you come and you, you come and you row a couple of days and maybe you race at a regatta or you come and you yeah. help out with, and you're a part of it. We have biata, we have people coming there to actually be a part of what we're doing and not to come observe or to go to a clinic. Got it. Yeah. Well, now we have another special guest who I think you know, because <laughs> it's his birthday. Is that Maurice the birthday boy? <laughs> Patrick Johnson. Yes. Maurice is one of our awesome AWOL leaders. I know. And it, weren't you in with with the other athlete, ID athlete that at the head of the Charles. Yeah. yeah. You guys got sold. We did. And yeah. They, they were the champions. Yes. I did. I was there and I did see, <laughs> you know, I didn't uh, accost you because it seemed like there was a lot going on, but, um, but no. are you going to be back Maurice? That's a great question. Coach Patrick. <laughs> well, I will be very, uh, delicate with this because there's a lot of talk going on right now. Um, I see. Um, parties ahead of the Charles and parties of U.S. rowing and us because as of now, the um, the uh, boats that won both inclusion races, the four and the double, which happens to be both of our boats, are excluded because now the rules have been changed to say that that uh, the um, mixed boats have to all be 50%, uh, 50%, even though that hasn't been the case for the last eight to nine years. And even though there've always been all male boats, but all of a sudden, here we go once again, we win both races and the rules change. So right now, Maurice, who was the head of the Charles Champion and Matthew, as well as Brooke and, and, the, and the four, they are now excluded from rowing in the race and defending the, the, the race that they won at head of the Charles. So we'll see. We're, we're in hopes that the discussions that are going on right now between head yeah. of the Charles committee and um, U.S. rowing will, um, will hopefully work itself out otherwise. But I'm going to try to remove myself because it shouldn't be me having to fight these battles for uh, diversity and inclusion. I will mention that both boats do have African-American rowers in it and African-American coaches. And yet, once again, here we are excluding us excluding, once again. Yeah. Well, well, we'll help you get the word out about anything you need to get the word out about. Um, so, but Maurice, besides being your birthday, what's going on? It sounds like you've got a lot going on with uh, heading to Worlds and things like that. Are you? Yeah, so I'm going to uh, to uh, the Coastal Beachfront Trials for to represent the U.S. Um, at Worlds, though. That's if I win. Um, I'll be in the single and the mixed double. Um, competing for for that spot next week and then following that um if if uh if i don't win uh we'll be masters national so it's kind of like right. that. Mm -hmm. so masters national in the, in the uh the hot the heat the hot seat <laughs> yeah i'm yeah i've been trying to train in the humidity but it's i mean it's but so much you can do it's but so much you can do so i mean i'm just kind of going with going with the flow and just going hard as hard as I can and I know you know we'll see we'll see what happens 
Just put yeah, a humidifier on your head. Seriously, like a humidifier helmet? I got you, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's sell those at booths, Carrie, okay? We're going to have our own booths. Yeah. I need, well, all, I need all of it. Any help I can get. <laughs> you guys, Florida is going to be so hot. I know. Didn't some Masters athlete pass out there one year or something? That's a great question. I don't even know, but, but you're so young. You wouldn't, you, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I wouldn't put it past anybody. I mean, with the humidity <laughs> down there, like I mean, I feel like can affect affect anybody from my age on down or on up. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, Florida's crazy. What is your age, by the way, Mr. Birthday? I just turned twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. See what Aww. you guys don't know is what you guys don't know about me and Maurice. We're 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 very much like the same person, and but generations. Because <laughs> um, even our birthdays, we discovered because Maurice was in our our quad that uh, that came yeah. second at Masters Nationals last year, and um, uh, my birthday is actually Wednesday, and so we're both the Leo oh. Lions. So <laughs> we from day one knew wow, and even to the point that our his our first practice last year. I put my phone in his backpack by mistake. So he had my cell phone for like a week. And he was like, and finally it's like, it was ringing. And at this point, I'm like, anybody who knows me knows I lose phones all the time. So I was like, oh yeah. So Did he we, give the right responses to your texts? He yeah. did. He went to meetings for me, everything. But we've been, yeah. So, um, I, I just want to add to that. Um, yeah, I'm, not, I, I'm not like them, but my birthday was last Wednesday. Oh my gosh. Oh, Happy birthday. Back to back to back. Love it. People. Summer babies. Summer babies. Yes. Well, I was June 18th. That's okay. You're, 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 yeah, you're, 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 but but it's really 54. Yeah, well, it's the 10th anniversary of your 44th birthday. It is. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, um, Maurice, can, since it's Disability Pride Month and you, you're like a big advocate for inclusion and, and uh, championing this cause, um, can you tell me why what what it is that attracts you to, you know, to being involved with this area? So. So like, first off, I definitely like want to give a shout out to Coach Patrick Johnson here um, because prior to meeting him, I never really knew what the para run world was. Like I didn't, I knew it was there, but didn't know anything about it. Never had any type of interactions um, with, with para rowers. And so being a part of Athletes Without Limits and having uh, Coach Patrick Johnson, you know, open up his arms for me to come in and kind of see what, what what that's about is was just amazing because mm -hmm. you see so many different athletes with different disabilities, but it, it's it's very like special and motivating to see because you these these are athletes that regardless of their specific disabilities, they still compete. They still are competitive. They still are show up and are ready to work. Like that's the atmosphere that athletes without limits have. And it's, mm -hmm. I mean, again, it's like one of those amazing things to see. And it's, and for me, like seeing that, it's just like these athletes are are killing it. I need to be on my A game because they're on their A game. Exactly. Like, that's that's kind of how I do it. 
yeah, there is like no time to slack off. Uh, there is no time to, you know, just kind of whatever is going on. I mean, again, these athletes, I've never seen not one of um, Coach uh, Coach Patrick's athletes. I mean, I, I haven't seen none of them not smiling while they're around there and not competing. They, they don't get they don't give up. They don't like it. Again, it, it's something special to see. And I, I would encourage people to step foot um, into that parallel world and, and to understand where these athletes are coming from. And despite um, despite their their disabilities and quote unquote limitations, which isn't obviously I wouldn't say is a limit because again, they they when you when you lack some something somewhere, that means something else is strengthened. And I believe that every single one of those athletes, their hearts are just enormous. Um, and so it, again, it's a very special, very special place to be. Um, and definitely like grateful again for, for coach Patrick for bringing me along because again, I don't, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't understand it before, before that, like, I just didn't, I didn't know. And as soon as I got in, involved, like, you know, my, my eyes were, were open to it. And I mean, my, uh, my little brother is, is on the spectrum. So he, he falls into that and coincidentally, uh, my my partner, my head of the Charles partner, uh, Matt Hauser, has the same has the same disability as my brother, and they're both named Matthew. So it was just <laughs> it was just like very something. It's very, very special to see because Matthew Matt, Matt Hauser he's an awesome awesome rower um, and just an awesome human being, and he doesn't let his disability deter him from doing whatever he wants to achieve. And for my brother to be under that, uh, having that same disability, is just, it's mm -hmm. because you see Matt Hauser doing it and has been doing it for years. And my little brother is growing up, he's only uh, 14 going on 15. And he's still trying to learn and still trying to adapt um, to, to, to his, his quote unquote limits. But Matt has been again, like a, a, a star in that and has walked that walk. And for my brother to see someone like that, um, to be so successful uh, within, like, specifically within the sport and just in life in general is just, again, it's a very special, special moment and forever grateful for, for Coach Patrick for allowing me to, to, to get to see these athletes and, you know, to, to be able to just be, be around it and just to, to have that energy just flowing, you know, through through the the, the battlegrounds and where we train and, and whatnot. So seeing that connection was priceless too. I'm gonna to tell everyone at Head of the Charles uh, when Maurice and Matthew came off the water and Matthew shared with me there about his brother. That's when I found out and seeing how much it meant personally. And you know, when he talks about the smiles, I mean like I know Carrie's going to be embarrassed, but but yeah, I, mean, I, I feel like I, you know because she needs to know because like I'm I you know she's some got of the my best disability smile yeah she does <laughs> and, you know some, some of my disability is anxiety disorder and I, and mm -hmm. the thing where I'm the most mm -hmm. messed up is at big events and stuff it's one of my things with mm -hmm. with my Miller J so so when I'm at events and stuff like that I, it's it's I hate it it's the worst thing for me um, yeah. and so little things like somebody who just smiles at yeah. you makes a world of difference and i remember i remember the first time i met carrie it was at san diego Crew classic mm -hmm. and i was a mess because that's how i am i mean the thing that keeps me what i love doing about this sport is the, the exact thing that also is my worst nightmare um, yeah. Yeah. um and so when i when when carrie like when somebody just smiles or gives you that love 
it helps, it, it makes it okay. And so um, hearing the examples, and I say that to say the examples that we do, our actions, uh, that's what's helping that person. Matthew Hauser, who's amazing, just, uh, his actions, I know have changed Maurice in being a big brother for his brother. And I know, I remember that day when I could see that light go off where he knows, wow, my brother can do things. He can do more than thought. And, and seeing, when you see that, light that fire for a family, for a brother, for a, a, a teacher, for a parent, that's mm -hmm. what does it. And so it comes in many different ways. So, you know, Carrie, uh, keep doing what you're doing because your example is being out there on the water, being out there, being an advocate, uh, your amazing, you know, art stuff. I love following. And but that's I know the art. I yeah. Carrie, we have to get together and we have to get, I'll, I'll give you my contact and we have to get your uni, you know, your design yes. unis. <laughs> Absolutely. They are so different. I just love what you do. So, so yeah. No. Well, uh, let me, uh, let's wrap, wrap up here. I was going to give uh, Carrie the last word since we've uh, <laughs> been, been uh, sharing the spotlight uh, here, but um what would you like to close us out with, Carrie? Um, you know, I just want to say, go out and try adaptive sports. It doesn't necessarily have to be rowing, but I'm I'm a little biased, and I'm going to suggest rowing. <laughs> yeah, but go out and try. Like we had an open house last year, and and we didn't get very many participants, so we taught the volunteers, and they had a great time like and one of them is actually injured right now she has a she sprained her ankle or something so she's out there rowing pr2 because we had showed her how yes just go out and try it you know if you're if you're if anyone if your boathouse has it or anything has the the fixed seats just sit on it and try it or even just try rowing without your legs and or rowing without the body it, it just to see what we do yeah it's brilliant. Because yeah. there's been a lot of like my racing chair. I've put some friends in my racing chair and they're like, this is no joke. This is this is harder than anything I've ever done. And I know ultra runners. So well, I saw a video of you uh out there and your back was so well aligned. I said I could and I thought about that the next time I went out rowing. I thought, this is what I have to do, you know. Like, and you might be doing it because of other physical things, but um, I just, I couldn't believe how straight your back was. <laughs> it was great. It, um, I've actually gotten some of my core back in the last couple of weeks. So, good. Yeah. And my, whenever my coach sees that I'm, that I have really good body angle, he takes video. Awesome. Yeah. There's only so, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you all for, for being here and being part of our uh, celebration of disability pride month. It, it inspires me. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm at a club where there's a lot of it going on, but uh, if anybody's coming through Boston and wants to, to um, stop by community rowing, I can give you a tour of, of our facilities. We're a Paralympic training center as well as you know, lots of other adaptive programs and military. So uh, thank you all. We've got a little echo going on, but uh, we'll, we'll talk to you on the next one. Happy birthday, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> you guys are the best. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs>